I love the way you say film. Hi, you're very welcome to the film show. I'm Mike Sheridan. That's Brian Lloyd. That's Dean Malumbi. That's producer Dave. That's Charlotte behind the camera. You can't see her. Shout out to Owen Renan, who hosted the show last week in my absence. Did a stellar job, as always. So this week's a John Wick special, lads. Mm -hmm. And uh, one person on the film show panel has seen John Wick Parabellum this week. This guy. <laughs> this guy. I actually, Joe, I, I, I actually... So you two are like... We got nothing. Yeah. But I will say this. I, I think I can, like, I'm prepared to be correct on this, but I'm almost certain I'm right. John Wick uh, is the only trilogy on our website that has received five stars for every single film. Probably is. You're the film editor. You're asking us. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure because like, I think like the, I went back and checked like um, Fellowship of the Ring and the Two Towers and the Return of the King. Did I review on you then? You reviewed um, the Two Towers. I don't even remember that. And then some guy called Garrett Murphy, I think, did Fellowship of the Ring. All right. And yeah, um, they all got like some got four stars. I think Return of the King got five stars, and then Fellowship of the Ring, I think, only got three and a half. That was a nice little trip down memory lane, wasn't it? Dick? But I'm just saying, yeah. is in like that's one of the most well-known, well-loved yeah. trilogies, and John Wick is five stars. So the whole way we need to um, we need to talk about Keanu Reeves first, I think. Yes. So um, we'll show a clip of the interview afterwards. It's on the Delve on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. Like and subscribe. But um, uh, 15 minutes sit down with Keanu Reeves. So to get there, before we go and uh, get into the we'll show a clip from the interview and um, talk, I'll talk about the movie and, and you'll listen. Oh, we'll definitely. And ponder questions. Yes. Um, we, myself and Charlotte basically flew over to London to talk to Keanu Reeves. We teased on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yes, we did. And I'm very excited to talk about this. Yeah. So I was very excited to do it. Very, very sure. excited to do it. And we had to take, obviously, filming equipment with us, which is tripods, lights, uh, and a couple of cameras and stuff. Um, so it was a very small window where that we had Keanu Reeves for. Obviously, yeah. he's a superstar. And so we had him in the Soho Hotel, I think, at like around midday. Um, and we were flying, obviously, via Dublin into Heathrow. Mm -hmm. So long story short, lads, Erlingus lost... <laughs> all your equipment. <laughs> Not all of our equipment. Erlingus lost half of our equipment. Um, and it wasn't, I mean, it was, it was a half we very much needed. Uh, yeah. it, was tri it was the tripods, uh, the lights, because um, we were having to set up room ourselves. He'd done mm. the junket stuff the day before and was doing um, an interview of doing like print interviews the day after. So they had misplaced our, I mean, it was there, it was turned up anyway, we came back. It was just, it was unfortunate in the fact that we had a very short window to get everything, to get everything, to get from Heathrow to the Soho, to get set up, um, to do the interview. So, um, anyway, he, he was, he's amazing. Like, he's Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte pulled it all together. Um, and actually, it was, it was really funny because Charlotte's, we've got the, like, really high-end cameras. And so Keanu Reeves comes into the uh, room to do the interview. And Charlotte's got, like, two really cool cameras, like, resting on books. <laughs> so like, I think he used, what did you use? A speaker. <laughs> so Charlotte could only obviously operate one camera at a time. Uh -huh. And then the second camera. <laughs> it's like right. just like just uh, anything she could do to, to steady it off. So shout out to Charlotte um, for managing to 
uh, pull that interview together. I need to tell a little story about Charlotte, and I hope you don't mind me saying the story. So basically, how she doesn't know what you're going to say. Well, no, so no, no, no. She's like, I mean, you told me this. Like, it's not a bad a story. No, it's not a bad story. So basically, right uh, when you were setting up the um, the lapel mics and all this kind of thing. Uh, last week. This yeah. was the, the story you told last week. The one where she like made him do a yeah. count, like yeah. But then I was, she was like, "What was I supposed to do? Not do it?" Like I just, I think that that to me was hilarious. Like it was just, I don't know. I thought You're becoming an old man telling the same story. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Did you mix up uh, the movie shows that you do? Or the different bits of press that you do, probably. Listen, yeah. okay, I am an in-demand journalist, okay? So I just need to, you, you are. know. Not as in-demand as Dean Malumbi, though. <laughs> oh, God, don't even get me started. God, like the fact that you did three junkets in one week. Was it three or two? Two. Two. Okay, well, let's not do that. Then okay, two so we're, next week. We're, uh, we're only going to review one movie this week, so let's let's take a quick clip from the interview uh, with Keanu Reeves for John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Uh, you know, we just hope that people enjoy what we're doing and to hear that... You know, you say that it might be a classic is, is, um, it's, uh, it's really nice. I mean, we hope so. I mean, you, you never know, right? But, I mean, we just hope people like what we're doing. He's very, he's very nice. That, did you, anyone, anyone see that clip he did, or not the clip, the interview he did with, uh, and not to, not to take away from your interview, not to take away from your interview, but he did a brilliant interview with Stephen Colbert. Oh my God, yeah. that clip. Like, oh that my God, was so, it's so sweet. It really, really was. What was Stephen Colbert doing, though? Asking very, that question. Yeah, like, it, was a, it was like, like, I really liked Colbert. I'm, I'm, I find him difficult now, in, especially in interview scenarios. Yeah. Um, I think he's a very awkward interviewer, and but smugly so. Yes. Um, and as much as I generally like him, and, and you know, mm. he's a really smart man. That was a, Keanu Reeves was doing his best, really smart interview. He also did uh, Willie Geist's uh, Sunday sit-down, which is a part of the Today Show. In, uh, in on NBC, I saw that, yeah. and so there's a there's a, it's a really like Willie Grace is great at that stuff. He's obviously a seasoned broadcaster, but at a certain point in the interview, he says to Keanu Reeves, he's trying to turn it towards uh, slightly personal stuff. Yeah, and we were warned beforehand. Don't uh, mention it. Don't mention anything personal. Like he's, and I say him as his publicist. Obviously, that's that's what that's what their job is. And um, but he but he's tried to like so subtly steer the conversation towards. He's like, there's all these rumors, you know, and. These stories, not rumors, these stories about how you give away so much of your money from the Matrix, how you uh, give all these stuntmen motorbikes. And he was like, so Angelica Houston is, and he doesn't like say it and laugh. Mm. He, he just then, blows right past He goes, her. blows right past and goes into, the, just talks about Angelica Houston for five yeah. minutes. Yeah. She's actually on, I, I, li- I was listening to her um, WTF episode. I must um, give that a listen. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. She talks a lot about Ireland. Yeah. And bit of trivia, bit of trivia, bit of trivia. Our old uh, Max Ramsbottom, yeah. his, I think it was his grandmother uh, used to teach Angelica Houston. That's a nice, that's a nice bit of uh, uh, trivia for just the people who've worked with Max in this room. Uh, but like we've Nobody mentioned, watching or listening. But we've mentioned yeah. Max Ramsbottom enough times in this show. I feel like he's like a supporting cast yeah. character, you know, that kind of way. And he's probably listening and watching this. And Max, if you're watching... Good to see you, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Let's uh, let's talk about John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum. So um, come at me. All right. What um, you want to know? Okay. Have you read my review, Brian? I I did. I did. And read. have you watched his interview with Keanu Reeves? I didn't. I'll say. I'll admit I listened that. to it, Mike. D, you're great. You do I that. Really you're so it. supportive of everybody. I was I saying that to Joe recently. He's like, D listens to everybody and always gives people feedback. I was and listening stuff. to her latest episode of The Futurist at lunchtime. Actually, you're so good. You go. You're awful. You're the opposite of D. Be better. <laughs> Anyway, what questions did you want to ask? <laughs> um, I do have a question. 
Is it true that there is a scene where uh, one of Halle Berry's dogs bites a guy in the dick? That happens quite a bit. Yes. Like, it yes. looks like the dogs are instinctively going for the balls. Fantastic. Like those well, dogs have probably trained. been trained that way. Yeah, yeah, right? So one of the questions I, I said to him, the questions I asked, I was like, do you spend a lot of time with these animals or are they just good actors? Which I thought was a prevalent question. That's a prevalent yeah. question. Uh, and he said, no, Halle Berry spent uh, six months with the dogs beforehand on the train. They're lovely dogs. Like, you see the, way the dogs are literally, uh, I think they're Belgian Malamese. That's right. Mm. Are looking at Halle Berry like, you know, like, what you want to yeah. kill him? Him? No, him. <laughs> just, just let me know. Just let me know. That must, no be, that must be heartbreaking, though, when filming is finished and you can't bring the dogs home with you. I'd be devastated. People Maybe. steal stuff from sets all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, take the dogs. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like Aragorn did, uh, or not Aragorn, Viggo Mortensen, my buddy Viggo Aragorn. Mortensen. <laughs> my buddy. No, he kept the horse from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah, he kept his horse in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but most of the time they can't because the whole point is those animals are Show well animals. actors. Yeah, so yeah, they true. go on to their movies and productions. You can just yeah. take some of the support and cast on with you. You're like, come on, Danny DeVito. Me and you are friends now. You know, like, okay. Yeah, let's do this. Um, That's Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, that is Gilbert Gottfried, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, okay, yeah, so the dog uh, bites the balls. That's fantastic. Um, the motorbike chase thing, how long does that go on for and how amazing was it? Uh, it is, like, there was a moment in the cinema because it was phenomenal because I got the screen to myself. Me and, a secu- me and one of the security guards, he was like, who's in this? And I told him, he was like, he sat down <laughs> and watched it. It was incredible and it was one of those... Like, as ridiculous as it sounds, I've been doing this for a long time, but to watch a franchise I've been obsessed with, a character I've been obsessed with, yeah. mm. to have this in to myself, to and be able just to sit down and, and, just, and take it all in. Um, I, like I did, I was like, my job is amazing sometimes. So shout out to Jenny and Kate Opior for making that interview happen. She worked really hard yeah. uh, to make it happen and, and to make those screening happens, happen because Lionsgate don't do a huge amount That's right. in Ireland for whatever reason. And sorry, Brian, to answer your question, there was, a, there was a point in the movie where I literally started clapping. I'm not joking. I was aware it was just a security guard. I literally was like, I slow, I slow hand clapped. It did, the action is that good in it. And producer Dave did say before uh, we got rolling, he was like, is it like if people are going to, I'm going to expect a five star movie. Now I'm going to expect a kind of a perfect action movie. Um, and I said, contextually to the other two films, if you like thought the action in those movies was spectacular, um, you'll be blown away by this. I don't, I don't understand how in any way that you couldn't be. Mm. For the budget, it hasn't been increased, mm, or if it, has, it, has, it hasn't been, it hasn't been by much. Chad Selesky, who directed the three movies, first one with uh, David Leitch, is the, the director to watch in Hollywood right now. There's another sequence you kind of seen snippets from. We saw the image of uh, Henry's on the horse. Mm-hmm. The whole lead up to that, um, that actual sequence where he's been chased by people on the bike as well, and he's on the horse, not the one where it's it's the mall on the motorbikes, is hilarious. There's slapstick comedy in there and Fantastic. so Charles Tedeschi has managed to um, bring like literal like almost not three stupid-esque but cartoonish comedy mm. into an action sequence and make it organic to the action yeah, yeah. and it is I, I was like this it blew me away at how easily and how organically he made like you know overall the film's only is perfect mm-hmm. uh, the action but the, the action is where these movies yeah. uh, live or die and the action is just I don't know if there's ever been another movie to do action like this. I mean, the closest is the raid, and there's a one of the lads from the raid is in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I play bad guys, but the 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 the, the humor, the kind of underlying joke throughout. It's not a force movie. It's like Baba Yaga, 
And it's John Wick and everybody's kind of shit scared of him. Yeah, that was very clever. And it, it was John Wickstock. Oh, oh. yeah. yeah but <laughs> and even in the second one you had, well, when I think of like funny sequences in the second one, it's when John Wick is just being hit with a car again yeah. and again. He's talking about that. He kept, saying it was, he kept saying it was his stunt man. He go, I do the action, he does the stunt, so yeah. I just step out. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they come in and somebody gets smacked with a car. There's a brilliant there's a brilliant um, video essay on YouTube about how John Wick and John Wick Chapter 2 are inspired by the likes of like Buster Keaton and Harold Lloyd yeah. that like there is a real there's a real connection between it because well like in the separate, physical comedy I exactly suppose. yeah physical yeah, comedy yeah. and action driving the story rather than story driving the action because I think it's in the it's, yeah it's in the second one literally the opening scene of the second one is um, the biker guy skidding off his bike and up on the up on the building is an old black and white film being projected up on it. And apparently yeah, that film yeah. wa- or that film That's was a Buster like, Keaton movie, isn't it? Yeah, it was a Buster Keaton movie. But also that as well. The poster for Joe McChapter 2 and everyone's got the guns pointed at yeah. them. Mm-hmm. That's an homage to an old black and white film from the 1920s. I think it was The Kid. No, no not The Kid. I know what you're talking about. But it was, it's, yeah. it, again, it was a, a, a thing of an homage to like 1930s. But this, this whole universe, this whole, uh, Derek Holsad uh, wrote the yeah. screenplay, didn't he, Brian? Yeah. Um, this whole universe is, it, it's just been subtly expanded yeah. throughout the three movies. And it, there's, I mean, I, I much prefer John Wick when he's in New York. There's just something that's, uh, just feels right about those. Cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the cleaner and been together. So they go to Morocco. And I'm going there next week. Yeah, but well, there you are now. Huh? You see Halle Berry tell her we said hello. So that's why he's going there. And that that's like, if there is a weak part of the movie, it might be and that. it just, I mean, I know by weak, I mean just not five star yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's that it's that sequence. Um, but it's I think it's important to uh, give a bit of uh, backstory to, to John Wick, get to know him a little bit better. But there's a, no, sorry, 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 I was saying, there was an underlining joke. The underlining joke this time is, all the assassins that are trying to kill John Wick are fans of his. <laughs> so they're like, oh, I love so they're that. literally all like, oh, I'm, I'm so, so honoured. It's so. I'm really sorry. Uh, and I and I say it to Keanu Reeves. Uh, I said to him, I actually used the kind of a strange analogy. Um, the Tom Brady, the thing. Tom Brady thing. But it made perfect sense to me watching the movie because because he's, he's you know obviously got the crap kicked out of him for so long and obviously then. You, you know coming back and, and doing his thing as well mm. but I was like it's, he's getting old isn't he and he was like no it's John Wick he's it's, yeah like he'll, he's going to grow up and batter us in a second mm-hmm. which which he does spoiler alert but that's that's how uh, that's how iconic this character is I hope it does incredibly well now, I think it will yeah. I think it's 95% mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes 97% I last time I checked and everything about it just it, from for this franchise from the start this series from the start it was like unexpected and then the second you go in and it blows you away you're like right my expectations are here now mm. and they had never they've never dipped, dipped. They've, never, they've never dipped below that so um, I was officially producer David Film Critic uh, last week when I reviewed it so, you came out of retirement came out of retirement yeah just write your review what are you going to say what's he look I'm up? sure you did he had that little grin on his face. I was like, what's he going to say? Yeah. What's he going to say? I actually um, shared your review on social last night. and Sure, you saw. So you were getting a bit of shtick for it. Yeah. Yeah, which I thought was a bit uncalled for. I think that if you're that paranoid about spoilers, like anything even mild don't as a spoiler, it. don't click into the article. It's, uh, it's that simple. It's, yeah, so, Sorry, guys. So, like, uh, th- that's interesting, right? Because it wasn't a, it's basically it could be a spin-off or a sequel. Mm. Which for any movie nowadays, it could be a spin-off or a sequel. Yeah, like it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. So somebody was kind of claiming spoilers there, and, and I, you know, and not so many words. Don't be silly. 
That's don't not. Be a silly that song. is exactly how don't you phrased a, it, Mike. Don't, don't be a silly head. <laughs> this isn't. This is. That's not. It's not a spoiler at all. But it's incredible. Um, and you know, David said beforehand as well. I, you know, the most expected five stars ever. Mm. But like, genuinely, I would. I was set up for disappointment. Mm. I feel more so than I, anything else. I feel like we are going to have to touch on this next week because both Brian and I are seeing it tonight. Um, separate screenings, separate cinemas. Because like, I'd be curious <laughs> about what it's like with an audience because you did watch it in a screening by Alone, yourself yeah. and with the security man. So I would be interested to see the response, yeah, especially yeah. after you said you ended up spontaneously clapping. Yeah, you know? d- and the people who'll be going it tonight will be the diehard fans because they are going to it on the first night yeah. of showing here. You it's know more what violent I mean? than the other two, I think. It's more violent than Remember the other two being in that, like, he stabs somebody in the eye and there's... It's violent. Brain! Like, mm-hmm. the sequence of the book that you see in the trailer as well is violent. <laughs> there's action wait. before. Now it's violence. I can't wait. You know? I'm so excited. I can't wait. I, like, I want work to be done now so I can go now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to wait. Like, um, But, no, it's funny you say that, but that you, uh, Dave, uh, producer Dave was saying, oh, it's the most expected five star. I remember back to you writing the review for the first one. And I remember you saw it in New York, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. yeah, and you came home and you came back to the office, or it was the old uh, Strand Street, and you were like, listen, will you go watch John Wick, will you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, go on, yeah, wait, what's up? I gave a five star. I just, it was so good, but I need somebody, I need somebody that's just a, like, I was, was it so just, sick, I had a fever when yeah, I was Yeah, it was like, was it, was it just me, or was it really that good? Like, And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, because I had to go, I had to yeah. do the interview for it, like. And uh, I watched it and I was like, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, that's five stars. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, you were right. I, I would have given that five stars. I remember, it's funny, everyone remembers their first time. But I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you when you first went to John Wick? <laughs> well, I remember Ivan and I went to John Wick and we came out of it just in shock. We were like, was that the best action movie yeah. that we've seen probably on the big screen ever? Because you know how you yeah. go back and you watch kind of all the classic action movies on DVD or on TV or whatever. But yeah, we were full on like, whoa, did not expect that at all. The action sequences in the third film are the best action sequences I've ever seen in cinema. Uh, as hyper, as, and I kind of flagged at the top of the review where, uh, hyper, you know, hyperbole is very hyperbole. easy. Yeah, hyperbole, mm-hmm. sorry, is very, very easy to descend into. Completely. Uh, especially with us in this franchise. Especially with us. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I, like I will say, I want to go to Dave's uh, movie corner in a second, so you better have something, Dave. Um, so, <laughs> look, <laughs> look at his face. He's, he's like, can I go get some stuff? If you like the other two movies, you're going to absolutely love this. I love it. It's them, a yeah. great movie. There are more dogs. <laughs> People get and they bite more. dicks. <laughs> <laughs> they Five know. stars right there. Keanu Reeves is built for this role. This is his iconic role. All the iconic stuff he's done over the years. Mm. Um, More so than The Matrix. I think so. For me, for me. And I look on Bang and Demo as well for The Matrix. You know, it was whatever, like 18, 19 when it came out. Um, Bang on Demo for The Matrix. We should talk about that whole thing, that that whole thing about the fourth Matrix as well, that um, there was a story going around on the weekend that Chad Stileski apparently said that the Wachowskis were going to do the fourth uh, Matrix film. Or it was going to happen, yeah. Or that it was going to happen. <clears throat> and then Chad Stileski had to clarify his yeah. thing and mm. he said, no, that's actually not the Chad case. Chad Stileski as well. Stileski. Handsome man. He's you've a very this. well put together man. You've I'm sorry. This. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, everyone. But he's very good looking. Was he there? Did you see him? I did not see him. No. Charlotte, have you seen him? Do you know what he's like? Charlotte barely knew who Keanu Reeves was. That's I Charlotte certainly go like, over that. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Just <laughs> do a countdown. Just put the mic on Keanu. Keanu, is it? Yeah, just do a countdown. He did. Yeah. He did say after um, the interview ended, he kind of chilled for a second because he's a genuinely nice human being. Any and a couple of times I've met him. And he, so he said to me and Chad, because we had to explain about the equipment, yeah. because they were like, why is the camera, why are the cameras resting on bookshelves? Um, and we, so we had to explain it. So you never know by so looking kind of, at it. Fair yeah, play, by the way. So, never know. So we leaned back in his chair and he was like, as the cameras went off, and he was like, so how late were you for your flight? <laughs> and I think collectively, both myself and Charlotte went, look, Keanu Reeves, right? right. <laughs> early. We were two hours early for our flight. That was not the crack. So it's amazing. I can't wait for you two to see it. We might touch upon it next week. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Because I know this has been a John Wick special of sorts, which I feel is apt, given yes. given how uh, given the love we've all had for that movie series. And an Irish exclusive as well. So. An Irish, Irish exclusive. Nobody else has it. Meh. Meh. So, Dave, it's time for your movie corner. Excite us. Uh, well us. I've actually only watched one movie in the last week. Because oh, yeah. the weather's been so nice. I can't, I can't validate Staying in. No, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Ralph breaks the internet. Oh, he's delighted I, with that. He's I thought it was pretty poor. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Aww. It just, it just seemed to be the same movie as the first one. Yeah. But the first is much better. The first is better, yeah. But it's just, it just felt like a rehash. Yeah, me. that's fair. I've no desire to see. I like, yeah. I like, I remember the first one. I was like, yeah, okay. And then they were, then they were, oh, they're making a second one. Like, oh, really? Yeah. I really, really loved the first one. And I do wish that they just kind of left it alone because I do think that it was kind of this hidden gem in all among all the Disney and the yeah. Pixar movies that like people who did kind of happen upon it were like, oh my God, this is really good. How did it not kind of do as well as other Disney and Pixar movies, etc. Um, but yeah, I when I watched Ralph Breaks the Internet the first time, I really, really loved it in the cinema and everything. But I did go back and watch it a second time and I was quite underwhelmed. And I think the fact that um, Sergeant Calhoun and uh, Fixit Felix are gone for the sequel as well, I think that it suffers a lot as a result of that because their storyline in the first film is so, so funny and mm. so sweet. Um, so, yeah, I, c- I can agree with you there. But I got to meet Sarah Silverman and John C. Riley through yeah, So that was really cool. That. Especially, oh my God, Sarah Silverman, I love so much. She's, she's awesome, so cool she? and yeah. she's so nice. And like you could tell that she just wanted to kind of sit there and like have a chat with you and catch up with you. And then we ran out of time. She was like, I'm so sorry. And she seemed genuinely yeah. sorry. John so C. Riley nice. on your hand. Yeah, he's... Um, he was grand. He's just, he's more closed off. Like, I remember for our interview, I didn't get much out of him. But then for the red carpet, when I said that I was I was thing. from, yeah, if, this was for Family <laughs> Friendly HQ, he was much more kind of chatty by talking about it from it being like a family movie and an animated movie perspective. So yeah. I suppose it depends. I think he's quite cagey and I know that he's another one actually who really doesn't like to talk about his personal life so yeah. maybe there is that who cares about John C. Rowley's personal <laughs> no, but, but maybe there's that <laughs> wall there of like don't ask me the wrong has questions has anybody ever you gone know? yeah what's John C. Rowley doing right now <laughs> No, but like that is I know I know that is a thing with a lot of like comedy actors that they're very much like when the camera's on they're on mm. and when the yeah. camera is off or they don't need to put it on they're just completely shut down like, yeah. like Will Ferrell like you've interviewed Will Ferrell. You've interviewed Will. Have you interviewed Will Ferrell? No, I I saw him at the Daddy's Home two screening. Right, and he was very. He gave the intro for that. Um, it was him and Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson, Gibson and, and John Lithgow. Lithgow, and the other three were kind of like me. Mark Wahlberg actually sat down like on a cinema chair at one point but Will Ferrell was all like hey 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 was all he? full of energy yeah, yeah. well I so suppose so he was on then you yeah, know? But, yeah but that's what I'm saying like, I, like I've interviewed Will Ferrell a couple of times like, and he's very 
unless it's stoic. Yeah, it's stoic. Yeah. yeah, but they said that on SNL when he first. They had no idea. You have know, heard multiple people talking about it mm. where they had no idea Will Ferrell was as it was um, Adam McKay. So yeah. he he was writing on SNL when Ferrell came on as a as a featured player on SNL and saying he did nobody had any idea he was this amazing. Crazy. Yeah, because he's super quiet. He's just a normal. Very, uh, very like normal kind of quiet, understated guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I wasn't mad about that either, Dave. Actually, so I, I, yeah, not not the not the ideal one movie to watch a week. Yeah, you know, I quite enjoyed it. Well, I had a very busy Saturday, and then I was like, I'm not going for points, mm. and I said I'm going to watch some form of Disney movie, one that I hadn't seen before, and I had cookies and milk. Ah, I, I saw. Did, 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 did you tweet evening. about the cookies and milk? I did, of course. Yeah. Make everyone jealous, which it worked. <laughs> and yeah, I feel like I suppose the whole internet Wi-Fi that was the natural progression for kind of was, yeah. yeah. But as D said, it probably should have just been left as a standalone film. Yeah, that's fair. But it's funny how Disney movies sometimes they are the perfect weekend watch because I mean, if Anne and I just had like a Disney Pixar binge on last, I think it was last Saturday, did, did where the man we have ended up watching. Hmm? Did Devon have a choice for you? No, but he wanted to because they're just such he easy films to. <laughs> to watch. So we watched Finding Dory and then Inside Out and Coco, and he'd never seen Coco before, and he loved Coco the most out of the three. So there you I go. Seen, haven't seen that yet. Oh, it's lovely. Let's give it a bash. Yes. Let's give it a bash. Mm. Okay, so that's the uh, that's the John Wick Chapter Three Power Album Special. Um, we'll get some insights from Brian and Deirdre next week, and maybe producer Dave. Producer Dave, would you go and see it? On the basis if the weather's nice, nice no. Fair. That's fair. That's practical. practical. Yeah, that's fair. That yeah. is fair. What about you, Charlotte? Would you go and see it? No, no. no. <laughs> You've literally <laughs> met the no man interest. that was really like, nah, nah, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm going to go see the film Highlight. That looks better. That's it for this week. See you next week. Entertainment.ie. I love the way you say film.